0: Hey everybody out there, now is usually the time when we would have the horns blaring to introduce the Limit Up podcast, but uh, that didn't really seem appropriate today because you know what? Uh, Today sucked. Um, Some of the equity indices were up, but Beyond Trading today just kind of sucked because obviously by the time you're hearing this, Uh, yesterday, it will be that Russia seems to have uh, taken upon themselves to, you know, invade their sovereign nation, neighbor, Ukraine. And needless to say, that is just unfortunate. So with that, we'll at least talk about it a little today, me and Dan will, um, through the guise of both the macroeconomics and the trading aspects for what it's worth but everyone out there as usual hope more than anything that you're uh, staying safe and uh that this all gets back to some state of normal soon so i'll see you later in the meantime enjoy the conversation
1: hello everybody welcome to the limit up podcast i'm dan hodgman sitting down with as you can see jack pelzer jack what is going on i
0: wish that i knew as probably a lot of people out there know i mean what was it uh, two weeks ago when we did this i said we're gonna have to stop doing it if there's a down market day every time well uh this time the market is up but that belies some uh i'd say worst trouble going on in the world dan how are you looking at it today
1: Jack, it is a timid up move here. I mean, obviously, we're seeing phenomenal volume. Um, no doubt about that. You got NQ breaking the million contract mark. But, I mean, this is the exact prime example of when they say um, sell the rumor, buy the news. I mean, that's that's what we got going on here. Um, we knew bad things were coming. We thought it was going to happen. We got it last night, and now... And we can talk about crude oil because I think crude oil really is a main topic that we have to talk about with, and I, I guess we haven't said it, but if you haven't noticed stuff's going on with Russia and Ukraine right now and uh, China dabbling over by Taiwan, um, if you hadn't noticed, <laughs> dabbling. I assume everyone's yeah. kind of caught some wind of what's happening, but you got equities kind of taking a little bit on the chin last night to turn this thing around. I mean, you've got NASDAQ up almost a thousand points from its low. Mm -hmm. Um, which we saw in the open. This is wild.
0: Yeah, this is why you got to be careful when you're digesting news of anything. I mean, categorically bad stuff happening today in Ukraine. But at the same time, there's never been anything so telegraphed, I guess you could say, where this move, this correction has been slow-rolled slow rolled over the last you know two weeks and this morning uh you know we'll have to see what happens next but i presume that i presume a lot of people got caught short um i can't necessarily blame you for being you know they're taking kiev or so it seems like the worst case scenario almost of what could happen here and uh yeah i think a lot of people got cut short and then the nasdaq uh all the growth stocks have been ha- i always think of the simpsons with the uh where it, you stop st- you stop hitting him he's already dead that's been the nasdaq for a while that's been so beaten down at this point that there was some room to pop i guess i don't know it's a weird day yeah. vix down it, yeah on a first invasion in europe since like you know world war ii it's weird this is
1: crazy well that and then you've got the one that really just Anyone that's watched any videos where I talk about crude oil knows my stance. Uh, I'm not a fan of high crude oil prices, as my truck does not do well in gas mileage. Um, Jack, I filled up the other day. It was uh, almost three-figure, you know, a full um, Benjamin to fill the truck up with gas. It was a painful day. Um, But we got crude oil this morning in the overnight session. No surprise here. This is a lot of this is going to, you know, we have Mm -hmm. effects on oil. Uh, We're currently buying about 600,000 barrels a day from Russia. Uh, You got crude oil pop into $100 a barrel. First time since January of 2014. Painful, painful to see it get up there. Uh, But then what's crazy is you get this sell off. We go from $100 down to 92 bucks. I mean, talk about a move on a Thursday after a Thursday.
0: Yeah. I mean, sometimes when you have these uh, headline risks with the geopolitical stuff, sometimes uh, people get over leveraged. The stuff moves quick and they have to puke these positions quickly. You know, if you are long oil futures, right, up around 100, just going for it, going for it, you'd realize pretty quick that you are indeed wrong. And then it's a race to get out Mm -hmm. Um, where it goes from here. There's still going to be a lot of pressure, obviously, on supply. I mean not a lot yeah of...
1: and, and jack let's you know you're mr economist over here let's talk macro view on this too, yeah cause i think it. that's important to, for us to think about we can look at this from a day trade trading perspective when you see volume coming in markets turning around like uh great that's phenomenal um but we got to talk macro let's take a bigger picture look at this and uh think about this where this goes i mean if russia ukraine continue this fight for a while
0: yeah, I I should preface this whole section with uh, you know, I am a great admirer of the uh Russian people. Uh self-proclaimed Russophile. I've actually uh I've been to Russia. So as you can guess, I'm giving all these caveats because it's hard to cover this scenario without saying some uh Disparaging things about russia you know because <laughs> you, what else is there to say they just like invaded <laughs> full sail or invading a country and i don't know trying to rebuild the soviet union or something mm-hmm. it's from a macro level this you know we, we can do some casual swearing this shit is so <laughs> illogical that it's hard to know where it's going i mean On paper none of this makes sense I'm I'm trying to figure out what scenario where Russia a country with a GDP on par with the uh, world superpower of Italy um, is going to come out better when they get some provinces in Ukraine or all Ukraine but they're kicked out of the banking system I know places in Europe already the sanctions I saw today they're not even allowing flights from, like you might not be able to go anywhere really mm-hmm. if you're a russian citizen and it's the, on the security council it's like all the countries are, are against them even their sort of allies are just kind of like tacit you know going along with it i guess but it, it, i guess it comes down to like that's going to make energy especially very valuable vol- very volatile my mouth is dry from all this talking about this today But. Russia is obviously a huge exporter of energy, Mm -hmm. and as you look around, there's not a ton of necessarily friendly countries out there that are big in the oil besides, you know, the U.S. and Canada, Um, and this is going to go on and on. I mean, I I think he's finally there's a lot of parallels to other things in history. I don't want to get into too much. But it's really third time as a charm. I think he's really stepped in at this time, old Putin has, because uh, this is going to draw out for a long time, like on a scale of years. So
1: Yeah, I don't think this is a short time frame thing. I mean, there's, a, there's massive effects, and this is, you know, long-term stuff's about to happen. Obviously, um, Russian currency's been kind of shut down now. Uh, you can't go use that anywhere over in Europe. I know that's what uh, Biden was saying today. Uh, we got these more of these sanctions coming on. You know, there's things we got to think about, too, from our end of the spectrum. This oil, it, I think, is a big deal, right? If we stop or if we have issues with getting oil from Russia, which we're doing pretty heavily right now, um, Saudi Arabia has not said they're going to up production to offset this. So that requires us to make new decisions there. We're going to see oil prices get back to those $150, 180 a barrel. We're going to see oil skyrocket, you know, gas, 5 $6 a gallon. I mean, there's going to be some major effects here. And that's really where we got to start thinking about stuff from a trading perspective, too. Like, what you're going to be able to do with that. I mean, obviously, we want to think about, you know, if you got a gas guzzler, but like me, do you go out and buy some uh, economically uh, friendly gas vehicle? Maybe, but, you know, from a trading perspective, We've got to think about where these directions of these markets can go obviously oil that hundred dollar mark's got we got to pay attention to that
0: Here, here's what i'd be looking at in the macro stuff um it kind of reminds me of there are portions of 2020 and uh the, the initial covid uh roiling the markets where it became sort of a bad news is good news because the fed would print more the fed would uh, keep interest rates low. And now before all this boondoggle in Ukraine, uh, what was slowing down the market is the expectation that the Fed's going to more aggressively raise rates uh, because the CPI has been running hot. Inflation has been running hot. And now you'll notice, you know, the 10 year is back. I think it is. Yeah, is, is back below two. Um, mm-hmm. There's probably, I haven't looked at the implied probabilities yet, but I would guess that the more aggressive projections have uh, reduced in probability as far as rate cuts. Um, there's definitely stuff to look at in both sides there. Now, there's all sorts of unknowns that are going to keep the VIX high and volatility high for a while. For some of these sanctions, you know, if, if they kick Russia off of swift which i won't go into exactly what it is but it was described on the news today they described it as like a combination of uh slack and venmo that banks use so Mm eleven thousand banks use it if they kick russia off that or other stuff in the financial world you could get some real uh confusion and problems there so that will be interesting to see because we haven't seen anything like that really since uh you know the lead up to the great recession. Right. That was, that was the fear there.
1: Yeah. And, and Biden did say today, you know, no, no action yet was swift, but there's a lot that can come out of this. I mean, I, I'm kind of just in shock with everything. I think like we knew it was all coming. Um, and it's kind of an interesting situation. I think my biggest shock is these markets, like they're not reacting like some big world event just took place. And that's really the amazing thing here to me. And so from a trading perspective, you know, if these things are happening and you do have confusion from the markets, right? Like bad news comes out. You should expect equities to kind of take a little bit of a tumble. They took a little tumble last night. I mean, we can see these things go down almost 500 points uh, last night off the open. But when you start to see these markets rallying, I'm the first person to say, hey, market's in a downtrend. We've been in a really nice downtrend all night. If we see a little bit of strength, look for those shorts, take the shorts to the downside. If that's not working for you, there's a couple of things you have to do as a trader to start to think about here, right? Like, if it's not making a whole lot of sense why the markets are rallying the way they did, 1,000 points low to high in the S&Ps, $8 um, in crude oil, things are happening and these moves are happening. I get there's a lot of excitement around wanting to be in those types of trades and catch those moves. Um, but if you it doesn't make a lot of sense to you. I'm going to strongly recommend staying away a little bit back off these big moves. Um, if they're not making sense, sit on your hands a little bit, let's wait for these markets to get back into some sort of semblance of normalcy or at least reacting the way we expect them to react to news.
0: Yeah. I think that's a good idea. Or at least if you're going to go with something, you know, I hope you're going with the move. Right. Um, yeah it's just gonna be so uncertain going forward for the next couple of days i mean if i were it's hard to say if i were in say like a funded account or something right now this is probably a day where if i was trading outrights i would be sitting on my hands mm-hmm. um especially when you see a move that's so counterintuitive like this especially that's i mentioned earlier that the vix is down on the day that which is amazing
1: it was what 37 i think this morning when i woke up
0: yeah um when you see sort of moves like that there's a lot of potential to kind of uh get get pretty dinged on things that you have no control over i mean you probably don't have a strategy that you have any idea what the probability is in this sort of market
1: Mm -hmm. and And, i think any outright trading it's tough in this kind of market like this is where creating positions and taking spreads. advantage of spreads and trading that volatility there's a chance there to be successful in this but when you get caught in an outright you know let's let's use some examples here right I'm looking at the Nasdaq and the Nasdaq I'm looking at half hour bars and you got movement 100 points up and down in a half hour and like that's a pretty drastic move 100 points in a half hour you know, that's a drastic move to be getting caught in if you've got some trades on. Um, we all want to be caught on the right side of that, but those things can hurt us pretty quickly. And so as a trader, when you're caught in an outright, you're not, you have no protection other than a potential stop, which when the markets are moving as volatile as they are, these stops can get missed really quickly, um, especially if they're too tight. You can get missed on that stop really fast. Jack, we talked about this a couple Mm -hmm. weeks ago, too, just about how stops can work in these situations. When you see this volatility increasing, you've got to increase your risk. There's no question about it. When a market is moving the way these markets have, that risk gets increased. And you have to think about that as a trader. If you don't have the appetite for risk to increase those things, that's a pure sign to stay away from the markets today.
0: Yeah. And this might be a good time for people, and I know we don't um, allow this a top step, so I hesitate it, but like if you're interested in learning about, say, spreads or butterflies, don't go out there and sling them now, but might be worth looking into as a strategy to sort of have in your pocket, um, which, as I said, I probably wouldn't want to be outright anything uh, on a day like today, so... You know there's still risk involved with all those things uh you can lose a lot of money sometimes a lot more by uh you know you could be if you're hedged in everything you can't make any money so you're always taking on some risk
1: yeah you gotta have uh, some risk somewhere but the hedging you know if that's the route you're going as a trader and trading some sort of spread you're protected um but in this case you know the outrights you just gotta be cautious you know and i'm not gonna sit here and say don't trade it um that's not what I want to say. You know, if you find opportunity, by all means, execute. But just always keep in your mind when volatility is the way it is. And, of course, if the VIX is down, it sounds like volatility is not up. Well, the VIX is inversely correlated to these equity markets, right? So if you get the NASDAQ screaming higher, stocks, bonds, or excuse me, uh, S&P and the Dow screaming, how you see all those things screaming, high. you're going to see the VIX come down, which in turn says, hey, volatility is down. Not totally the case. Volatility is obviously up when a market can move a thousand points like the, the NASDAQ did here today. So the volatility is there. Markets are screaming. They're moving fast, um, which means you got to increase your risk. And that's the question you got to ask yourself sitting down every day to trade when you do have, I mean, every news channel, this is the first day in a while I've watched the news all day. Um, but every news channel, all it is is a stream of what's going on in ukraine what's going on with russia that's all we're talking about so when you have news events like this it's got to be cautious it goes back to COVID, you know covid we all just kind of watch these markets move and we're just staring at the news what's the new information today yeah and
0: what's tricky as well like how if you had to trade i guess outright i'm not sure how you would do it because we always talk about levels, right? Or areas of interest, but I'm not sure how much they mean in a situation like this.
1: They don't mean much.
0: Yeah, so I think you have to ask yourself if I agree that it is true that uh, I don't know what's going on in this very uh, fluid and volatile situation, and my levels don't mean anything, what is your what's your hypothesis for trading on a day like that just something to think about out there and once again we're not gonna stop you from trading you're all big boys and big girls out there um you gotta do what you gotta do but might be better ways to spend it than trading outright today or frankly watching the news which you know i have to too spend a-
1: i i'm telling you jack today's the most news i've watched in a long time i've been a little distracted trying to keep an eye on things just out of- Trying to stay in the loop. Um, I do want to mention one thing though with this volatility. Again, if you're trading, a couple things to keep in mind. It's been a couple years, but limits are out there. Yes. This podcast is called Limit Up. There's potential for limit downs. You like that? Yeah. Uh, limit I do. downs and our future equity 7%. If you're trading here with Top Step, we want to see you out of your positions. Um, when we get 2% away from that mark. Um, So for equities, it'd be if the markets are down 5%, we want to see traders getting out so you're not caught in positions on any sort of locks.
0: And that is, I believe, only for the funded accounts. It's good advice in general because what you don't want, there's a couple different levels. I think it's what, like 7, 13, and 20 now are the levels. They changed them after they got hit a bunch during the initial COVID um, crash.
1: Got an interesting comment in here. Um, Yeah. (laughs) Sandor says, dude on the left has a Russian flag on the board behind him. Um, Sandor, that's very opposite of Russia. That's the 1980 Olympic hockey team that beat the Soviets. (laughs) Um, And I've got all their autographs on there. So for those that are curious, it's the 1980 Olympic hockey team jersey.
0: Yeah, I, I'm glad that uh, Sandor pointed it out because that would be some, you know, deceptive
1: uh, editing otherwise. <laughs> right. It'd be, it'd be kind of weird. So I'm glad uh, it is not a Russian flag. It is the United States of America hockey team that beat the Russians or the yeah, Soviets, gonna, I should say, it, in 1980. Miracle on ice.
0: It's going to be harder for me to describe, you know, to explain away <laughs> the sickle and hammer behind my head. Um, <laughs> that's not there. But um, yeah, so what you don't want to do with those limits is uh, definitely don't be on the side that you uh, can't get out of, right? I mean, if you're not, frankly, it's it's really only going to happen in equities to the downside. I may come to Rue this day, but, like, if you're not short, if you're trying to catch that and you get stuck, you are in a world of hurt because chances are it's going to open up way past – any semblance of a puke limit you had there's nothing you can do
1: about it you literally can't get out of it you can't this is time where traders are going to get hurt uh, people are going to get caught in things anyone with size on you know you're going to hear about institutions if these markets get big moving um start making some big downside moves you're going to hear about institutions hurting struggling um so just uh things to keep in mind as uh the news kind of unfolds here right we're gonna we're learning stuff minute by minute um sounds like there's more on the horizon potential stuff with China um, and Taiwan over there. So there's just a lot happening that everyone just to be cautious as traders. That's the biggest thing I can't stress enough here. I'll tell you for 100% fact, I'm not touching a damn thing tomorrow. Um, It's a Friday. I'm not going into the weekend uh, frustrated or um, thinking about bad things happening. I'm not trading Sunday night with potential news there because what time is it? In Russia and Ukraine, everything's going to happen in the overnight session. So try and stay away from those things if you can.
0: Yeah, that's good advice for the parting. And sorry, we're kind of freewheeling it today. It just didn't feel uh, appropriate or right to talk really about anything else. Like if we were trying to talk about, I don't know, you know,
1: <laughs> exactly uh, but sometimes we gotta patterns kinda, today. We, we got to kind of freewheel when things like this are happening. I mean, every minute I'm looking up and I'm getting a new headline. White House briefings are coming now all of a sudden, um, you know everything that's going on we're just learning more and more as the minutes go so it's kind of hard to kind of plan and outline what we're going to talk about
0: yeah so i guess uh any last advice here before we sign off for it i don't know how much more we have on this i would just say make sure you have your uh catastrophic stop set um watch out if you're you know making margin trades and things like that uh the the margin rates are way up, right? They've doubled. They've doubled. Okay. That's, Mm -hmm.
1: and you know, if you do have brokerage accounts out there outside of top step, um, just make sure you're paying attention to what those margins are. Um, if you're in a country that may be affected by everything going on or involved in these situations, make sure you reach out to your brokerage account. I would also say, you know, just be cautious with this trade. Be careful out there.
0: Yeah. Be careful. Stay safe, everyone. And, We'll see you next week. That's all for uh, this sort of emergency episode of Limit Up. So, Dan, thanks for having me on.
1: Absolutely. Jack, you're going to send us home the way you always do? Oh, yeah.
0: You know, uh, now
1: that I've said everything. feel like it goes well today.
0: Yes. Yeah, you know, the whole world right now can honestly uh, namaste, you know, chill. That's a (laughs) yoga thing that they say at the end of it or whatever. We need to all, like, just take a couple deep breaths here and figure out what we're doing so namaste and trade well y'all